bringing into manifestation the power of God all over the place. Amen. God bless you for being here. Tell your neighbor, God bless you. We are getting stronger. Amen. We will protect ourselves in obedience and not out of fear. Amen. Whether we are in marks or not, we are asked to put on marks. That's a protocol. But we will follow the protocols, but not out of fear, but out of reverence. Say out of reverence. Amen. So all that we are doing, if you do it in fear, it will torment you. But if you do it out of reverence, it will bless your life and honor you and God will deliver you from the attack of the enemy because you are submitting to authority and when you submit to authority out of reverence you are reverencing God and God will honor you amen so tell your neighbor do it out of reverence not out of fear growing up one of the things they put in us is fear if you, put a, if you put fear in the, in the child or in your subordinates, they show you from full respect. They don't reverence you. So let us do it in reverence. Amen. 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 And I believe you'll be blessed. Amen. Before you take your seat, I would like you to understand that something is happening here. Last Monday was awesome. And the, 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 the reverend in charge of the church was full of zest. So much zest, so much power, and the delivery was fantastic. Amen. And I was here, and it was just superb. Amen. Tomorrow we are continuing in the same vein. He will continue. And you remember, I'll do my five minutes. Save my five minutes. Amen. So we do it, and I believe something will happen to your life amen amen praise the lord reverence is what we need tell your neighbor reverence is what we need and not fear fear torments this morning as you hear the word of god may you reverence god that fear is to reverence god revere god amen it is better to revere or reverence people than to fear them when you fear people you always salute but in your heart you are not saluting praise the lord amen Give me your right hand. Say, Father, this morning, I put on the whole armor, the cloak of fire, the cloak of prayer, the cloak of intercession. By this understanding and the anointing resident in the service, I take authority over the weak and I decree all manner of anxiety abroad under my control i shall be the head when i step out i shall be above when i return i shall make it where others 
staggering are suffering in the name of Jesus my cup shall run over goodness shall follow me I shall hear good news and today beginning from now I will hear good things good things awaits me good things awaits me my body shall not suffer my organs shall not suffer I shall not suffer but I shall enjoy but I shall enjoy but I shall enjoy the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and add no sorrow is my portion is my portion I receive the blessings of the Lord about soul God bless you. Take your seat. Amen. And come with me to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12. The preacher. Let's hear the preacher. Say the preacher. Say the preacher. Amen. Last Sunday was awesome. Last Sunday was great. Just do it. Tell your neighbor, just do it. Mm, I have been doing it. I don't know about you, but I have been doing it. And I've been doing it God's way. Ask your neighbor, have you been doing it God's way? If you did it God's way, God will bless you in his way. That's how it is. If you do it, if you do it in God's way, he will bless you in his way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Life is a gift. Tell your neighbor, life is a gift. Okay, tell yourself, life is a gift. So to have life means you have the first and the most biggest gift ever. Amen. And this morning I'm speaking to you on the subject obedience first. Say obedience first. In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, I will read verse 1 and I will jump to verse 13. And he said, remember your creator. Say the creator. So remember God. Your God, in other words, the God that made you. And the Bible says, in your creator, in the days of your youth. No God in the days of your youth. Before the Difficult, the King James, some translations said, before the evil days come and the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. So a time is coming, not this, tell your neighbor, not this. Now, this is the preliminary stages. No, these are just prelims. What you think is tough, tougher ones are coming. So, remember thy creator. Say, remember your God. Not your mother, not your father. This is Bible. Scripture. Remember your creator. As we say in the local palace. In, in tree. The guns will say. Remember thy creator. In the days of thy youth. I believe we are all youthful here full of zest. Now, in the days of your youth, while the evil days come not. And he said, for the years drawn near, 
when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Ask your neighbor, do you have pleasure in what is happening around you? Are you enjoying it? You, are you comfortable? So then let's look at the whole matter of man. The duty of man is not to have a car, a house, and to live and enjoy. The duty of man is to serve God, to glorify him, and enjoy God all the days of his life. Wow. Look at it, verse 13. Go to verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Let us hear. Say, let us hear. All of us put everything aside, regardless of what you're going through or what is happening. And he said, this is the conclusion of the whole matter. As seminary said, the conclusion of all is that fear God and keep his commandments. Reverence God and keep his commandment. For this is man's or in other words, this is the whole duty of man. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can I press the accelerator a bit? So remember the youth, God, in your youthful days, before the evil days come. It means a time is coming that you have no pleasure in the days or the time. Childbearing can make you feel very uncomfortable. Pregnancy can make you feel very uncomfortable. Marriage preparation can make you feel very uncomfortable. Funerals can make you feel very uncomfortable. And as a man or woman growing up, you have a lot of expectation, but we, when you are drawing near to your expectation, you become very over-anxious and overburdened and over-stressed. Over, over the same thing you are looking for, approaching it makes you feel you don't even want it again. I'm just preaching. Huh. Say there's an evil day. Not this one, but the next one. Yet to approach. Hello? No, you can't run away. That is why you need to give your life to Jesus and stay in him and be prepared that you don't go through tribulation because the tribulation, you can't stand it. You must have your place in the first rapture or the second coming of Christ. It's very important. Amen. But not to scare you. I'm not here to scare you. I am here to just kickstart something. This is the conclusion. Say, this is the conclusion. So, if this is the conclusion, it means that you must be obedient regardless of how you feel. You must take God's word as your responsibility. Say, responsibility. Yeah. He said, obey him and fulfill his commandments. That is the whole, or this is the whole duty of man. But let's see whether man really adhered to. In First Samuel chapter 15, and from verse number 13, First Samuel chapter 15, and from verse 13, and this was a young man from the tribe of Benjamin called Saul, the son of Kish, or Cush, who happens to be anointed to take the place of the kingship or the place the king in the land of Israel as a Benjamite and the Bible tells us that one day he messed up big time. 
he messed up big time. And Samuel said to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou, O Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. This is a lie. The man quickly said, I have performed, because Samuel had told him to go and wipe away the whole entire people of the Amalekites. Because Agag, who is the king, has done treacherous things in the eyes of God, and God felt that his, end, his, his reign must come to an end. So God sent Saul to go and wipe everything in the land. But when the king went, the king came quickly. When he saw the prophet, he said, Prophet, all is well. I have done justice to everything. Verse 14, and the Bible tells us that, and Samuel said, what, what meaneth this? Because you could hear bleating of sheep and goats. You could hear some strange sound. And he said, in my ears, and, and the lowering of the oxen which I hear. 15. And Saul said, thou hast brought them from the Amalekites. For the peoples spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Let's proceed and see whether that is true. Then Samuel said to Saul, be quiet. Tell somebody, be quiet. If you haven't learned to be obedient, learn to be quiet. And I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Tell me what we hear before you act. But we sometimes don't talk about it. So, so the man of God quickly told him that, listen, be quiet because God spoke to me last night about your actions. Before you actually commenced it, I have already been informed. And he said, I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, speak on. He was bold. You know, when people are at fault or people are wrong, they tend to be very defensive. Like some of you. So Samuel said, when we were little in your own eyes, you were little in your own eyes, you were not the head of the tribe of Israel at all. Somewhere the anointing found you. Did not the Lord anoint you over king of Israel? Disobedience proceeds out of pride. Any person or group of people who disobey authority, they are arrogant and full of pride. Because if you don't obey or if you cease to obey it's a sign that you know better than who instructed you and that is pride and he said and the lord said he anointed you and made you king over israel 18 so now the lord sent me a mission and said go and utterly destroy the sinners the amalekites and fight against them until they are consumed until they are what tell your neighbor spare not so your discretion is not God's agenda. Your discretion does not change God's ultimate plan. Your discretion does not come in here. God doesn't need your opinion. Tell your neighbor, God doesn't need your opinion. Your opinion is not, is not welcome. We are dealing with obedience, right? Okay. So why did you 
not obey the voice of the Lord? And why did you not swoop down on the spoil and do evil in the sight of the Lord? Now listen to the verse 20. And Saul said to Samuel, but I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. The same man. And gone on the mission on the Lord, which the Lord sent me and brought back Agag the king of Amalek. Amalek. I have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. No. You, 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 heard, you saw it from the, the earlier reading. No. But he was still lying. Ask your neighbor, are you a liar? Or you are disobedient? Now keep the answer to yourself. But the Lord looked on the plunder and sheep and oxen and the best of the things which you should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. So Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. 23, shall we all read together? 23, ready, go. For rebellion is as a sin of mm-hmm uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm, see, mm. Mm, mm. Tell your neighbor, when you disobey, God rejects you. Because you have disobeyed, God has also rejected you. For obeying is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than to sacrifice. And that's why I draw a line. A lot of us will sacrifice than obey. A lot of us love to sacrifice than to obey. God showed me something. And I have been going through for some time. I broke some bits and pieces the other day with a few of uh, the pastors and, and, and a few people around. And the Lord said to me, the reason why the church is suffering is because the church sees the word of God as the word for the man of God. The word of God is not limited to me, neither to any of the pastors here. We are all together as beneficiaries or recipients and we are all responsible to what the word of God mandates us to do regardless of your age your creed your experience your political affiliates and your understanding your education background and all that you are and all that you stand for this was a man who was a nobody and God took him from behind and placed him ahead and made him a king. He was looking for missing things. God rather ended up putting him in charge of the people who were crying for a leader. So who then must he obey first? Was he not supposed to obey God? No, he didn't obey God. He forsook God and went in to obey his own inclination. His own feelings, his own understanding. And he did what pleases the people and disobeyed God. And once he disobeyed God, God rejected him from the very day he disobeyed God. God said, you are no more in charge of my people. I have raised somebody younger and more ready to serve than yourself. 
obedience. A lot of you here would love to give your sacrifices to, you know, let's say tithe. Some of you will take your tithe and go and give it to somebody. And you say, in the name of the tithe is supposed to take care of people. Hello? Ask your neighbor, are you the one to disperse it? Bring it doesn't mean that go and give it out. It's two different meanings. Bring it means bring it for God. It means go and put it into use. So you have, you have disobeyed. Hello? The place is quiet. And there are some motherless homes somewhere. That one is not titan that takes care of them. That, those are seeds and offerings and free will offerings. Gather my saints who have entered into sacrifice with me. Covenant with me by sacrifice. Psalm 50 verse 5. We love to sacrifice, but we don't want to obey. The first step is to obey before you sacrifice. If you sacrifice without obeying, you have gone against the word of God. The first is to obey. Say to obey. Say to obey. I was talking to someone and I said, if you owe tight, if you borrow your tight, you owe 20%. So anytime you borrow, you are owing. And the more you delay in paying, the more percentage comes upon it. The other day, when we, 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 we were asked to, to, to pay for something, no, we bought something, and electricity, and we had a challenge with our, our check, we ended up paying a penalty. We bought electricity for 1200 And when the check couldn't go through, because of whatever, we were asked to pay 1,341 Ghana cities. And that is the policy of ECG. The caveat here is that failure to, to fulfill or honor your check by what you gave out, it is mandatory that you must be punished. So I looked at this and I realized that a lot of us going through a lot of punishment in disguise. You want to hear more? This may not be tithe or offering. I don't know, but I'm just speaking the mind of God. So I quickly had to get in touch with it. You see, but they didn't come after you. They came after me. And when they came after me, yet I have no clue. So I quickly had to get in touch with the accountant. When we went and were going to retract or get our check, they said, no, once it has passed through the system, it is required by GCB, per our policy, that you must pay for a penalty. Then I said to myself, there's a lot of penalties uh, that most of us or many of us owe in the spirit realm that has left certain untold hardship on our life. Now, if we fail to pay, they could take us to court. If you don't know. So, we paid and cleared our name. So that if we send another check, they don't blacklist us. A lot of us have been blacklisted in the sight of God. You are watching. You are here. Don't feel uncomfortable. Just obey. Tell your neighbor, just obey. Obedience what? Before you want to make a sacrifice, are you obeying the quantum, the direction you were told or you are sacrificing by your emotions. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
I was speaking to the pastor here, and I said, Pastor, you should be more richer than me. And I said, you run a business. I don't run a business. I preach the Bible. And I look at a lot of you here. You should be more richer and more prosperous and more successful. I'll tell you the secret now. The reason why you don't see a headway in whatever you are doing is because you are not faithful. And if you are faithful, your faithfulness is proven through your obedience. And when you are obedient, things work together for your good. Everything falls in place. I'm going to give you just three examples. Number one, aren't we all Christians? Oh, let me get your response. Aren't we all Christians? Don't we all, are we all not born again here? Don't we all read the word of God? So, I also read the word, right? So, it means that as much as the word of God demands certain or requires certain things from me, it requires the same from you, right? Now, if the word of God says he will bless me, he will also do what to you. Okay? Now, some of you are career women or professionals and other things, entrepreneurs. You are into all kinds of business and trade, right? You earn salary at the end of the month, Abi. I also earn something at the end of the month, Abi. So why are we not all prospering? Now let's come to the nitty-gritty. Aren't we supposed to live by the word of God? We are. So why is somebody living by the word and he or she is not doing other job aside the word he lives on and is more comfortable and more prosperous than you? The reason why the world is coming after pastors, I'm telling you, because there are some genuine faithful ones that they don't understand. They started from nowhere and they are prosperous or they are comfortable. It's not because they run other business or they own other estates anywhere. It is because they fulfill scripture. If you shall obey and serve him, you spend your days in prosperity, your years in pleasure. I have done this thing for over 30 years and consistently for over 20 years, even with latter glory. So at the end of the day, if you have worked 20 years, prove to me, show me what you've gotten. Let me also show you what I've gotten. Let us come on a certain, a certain, a certain platform and wait the two and see whether it is by labor or it is by obedience or it is by sacrifice. Because when you work, at the end of the month, they pay you. Abi, you, they pay you. I work, they pay me, right? But the word of God gives us a genuine blessings aside our labor. Proverbs 10, 22. And the blessings of the Lord, it made it rich and add no sorrow. So where are you going through the sorrow? If it is really God that is blessing you, then there should be distinction in blessing. Now, only a few can clap. Only a few can clap. I said only a few. No, when you work at the end of the month, you know why? Because you are not faithful in your tithing. You are not faithful in your seed. You are not faithful in something. And because you are not faithful there, and you are making a lot of sacrifice, God don't believe in sacrifices without being obedient. I have three minutes and I'll be done. So, God looks first to your obedience before he turns his eyes to your sacrifice. and Abel, Genesis chapter 4 is there. And the two all went to make some sacrifice. Abi. But the other one was accepted. The other was rejected. Abi. It was not because of the quantum of the sacrifice. It was the obedience in the sacrifice. Pastor, how do you feel? Is it going well? He says, look, someone, I 
will sacrifice. You can sacrifice your house for God, yet you didn't obey God. You can sacrifice your land for God, you didn't obey God. You can sacrifice your son, your daughter, your finance, and everything. The Bible said in the book of 1 Corinthians 13, if I give myself and my whole body to be burned without love, I am nothing. So, giving out doesn't mean you do something. You must do it out of what? Obedience. So, you take your end of month check pay or salary. Somebody too is not. You see, that's why some of you envy some people. You even envy men of God. And envy pastors or envy because you don't understand why. He's not living on your money. He's living on obedience. Is living on the blessings of obedience that make it richer and add no sorrow. You are living on the basis of your toil, your sacrifice, your pain, waking up in the morning and getting back to sleep at later, and yet you don't obey and you expect somebody to obey. You can be on the same level, on the same height. God is not a respecter of persons, but in every town, in every city, in every church, in every family, he will obey God and works righteousness. God is with him. I was talking to mommy this morning. I said, mommy, you should be more richer than me. And I was telling my children this morning in our first service home. And I said, you see, and when the children got the revelation, I said, you see, at the end of the day, I don't work in the bank. I don't run any cartel anywhere. I don't have any business anywhere. But I put you in a good school. I feed you and I clothe you and I give you a good life. And then they say, yes, sir. So I asked my little one, where do I work? He said, you work. You work. He said, you eat the word. He said, you eat the word. And I said, which way? I said, the Bible. Where? In the church. What work do you do? Uh, do I do? Where is your office? He said, the church. And I said, the church. You two have church. And I have church. And you educate. At the end of the day, when we, we both come together and we make comparison. You should be far ahead of me. Because one is your end of salary. And two is the God you have. God is bigger than your earnings. So we all have God. So where is your God? And where is your labor? And where is the return of your labor? I'm closing. I will continue next week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That is why some of us, when we heard that God said we should preach, we preach. We know how to look for money. But we didn't do what we wanted to do. If you sacrifice without obeying, you are creating serious and dangerous attacks to come after you. Praise the Lord. Obedience makes you more successful than your peers. Obedience establishes you. Obedience makes you more successful than your peers, than your friends. Obedience puts you ahead of your competitors. And obedience always singles you out and gives you what others cannot get. Because an obedient child, obedient worker is always on the lips of his boss, his leader, and his master. People don't applaud people, not because they sacrifice, it's because they were obedient. Are you obedient or you are a sacrificer? Do you sacrifice or you are obedient? I feel the anointing to prophesy to somebody here. God said, I should tell you. He said, 
next year shall be bigger and better than last year. He's preparing something for you and he will release it. He will deliver it to you next year. Stay in prayer. Stay in God. Be focused on God. Because God is going to make you a brand new. He said what you were enjoying you saw last year bigger than what you saw and you enjoyed last year is coming. Last year is coming. Next year is your year. In your jubilee, I'll give you a jubilee blessing. I'll give you a jubilee rest. I'll give you a jubilee favor. And I'll raise you above. Mama, God said I should tell you, if only you will stick to all that I have asked you to do and not look at people and compare yourself with people, I'll put you ten times ahead of anybody who try to pursue and pursue anything after of yourself because you are my apple. I have a covenant with you. The way I deal with you is like David and myself. I deal with you in chamber. The Lord said, I should tell you, Mama, that you are about to hit the runway of overflowing laughter. This laughter cannot be quenched by any means or storm. He said, I have heard your cry and I've seen your tears and I've seen your givings. Your givings has come like a, a memoria as Cornelius before me and I'll watch it. He said, today, 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 Today is going to break into certain arenas and certain areas of your life. Because today's date is what? Is it 12? And he said, in 11 days, it will be your birthday. On your birthday, I'm going to take you higher. And I'm going to take you deeper. And I'm going to take you broader. And I'm going to bring you to a place that you will smell like the aroma fragrance that nothing can reject. The aroma, the fragrance that nothing can reject. Amen. The Lord said, I should tell you that when you go into labor, don't mention the name of your mother. Don't mention the name of anybody. Mention my name and I'll be your deliverer and I'll be your, the one that will get you out and give you laughter. For no man has strength to deliver any man except the Lord. For except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that builds. Except the Lord watches over the city. The watchmen awake but in vain. Hey, Masiklin, God said I should tell you. He said, oh no man except love. Clear all your debt and I'll take care of what is left. Oh, no man except love. Except love. Amen. Amen. The lady in the peach. The peach dressed there. Is it peach? This one is it peach or orange? It's peach. God said, make peace with me and I will take care of your situation. For he that has no peace in my presence cannot enjoy my presence. Settle it with God. Amen. Settle it with God. Amen. The IT lady there, God is making a way for it. There's a wave. Amen. I gave this man prophecy. Was it last week I gave you the prophecy? Or two weeks ago? Yeah, yourself, yourself. Was it last week? Last week. It came to pass. Yes. Yes. About some land thing, about some family thing. And it has come to pass. Yes, two days ago we were dealing with it. It has come to pass. May the Lord honor his word in your life. Amen. The Lord honor his word in your life. The Lord honor his word in your life. The Lord honor your word his word in your life. The Lord give you favor. Stand on your feet. Let's pray. The Lord honor his word. The Lord give you favor. The Lord establish you. The Lord give you honor. The Lord give you oil. The Lord give you grace. The Lord give you speed. The Lord give you quantum, 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 quantum of his favor. Quantum, quantum, quantum. I had a name and the name begins with Yao. The rest, I don't know what it is, but I had and I saw that this.
this person at this name was signing something and the Lord said this signature is a, a, a voice in the realm of the spirit and the Lord said pray against anything called anxiety we are going to do that in one minute and I take my seat say anxiety say anxiety if you are here you are troubled by any anxiety any anxiety please step forward i'll pray with you just come and stand here i'll pray with you if you are troubled by anxiety you are going through some anxiety 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 or your mind is full of what dream is full of what we call negative thoughts lift your hands god knows you father you reveal it to me I bind the spirit of anxiety. I bind negative thoughts. I bind negative. Let the negativity roaming and looming around us be born. Let the spirit of let negative in the name of Jesus. I loose your mind from stress, depression, anxiety, and heaviness. Let the spirit of peace and sound mind come upon you. Now receive the keys of joy, jubilation, success. I don't know what all of you are expecting, but I see good news coming your way. It's like a letter handed over to you. God bless you. I'll see you on tomorrow. See you on Wednesday and see you back on Sunday. God bless you. I love you. And remember, obedience first. Shall we, shall we pray for the man of God? Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray for him. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to sit, just do it. In one minute, let's pray for the man of God. Let's speak. He has spoken a lot. It's not, hold on with your offering. Let's do this very important one. Pray for him. Pray for the family. This morning, I don't want to give any prayer topics. You know what the Lord, you want God to do for him.